0: Hi, everyone. This is Selena. Hi, everyone. This is Jitika. Uh, And this is Working Knowledge. Um, welcome back to the third, third episode of our uh, mm-hmm. series two, uh, which is called Story Time. Um, this is a podcast where we expand our working knowledge of everyday things. And we thank you guys for coming back or ch- if you're just joining us. Uh, we do want to make like one quick note, if you are just joining us, though, is that we do record this... Um, remotely, unfortunately, Chitika and I are not anywhere near each other at this moment. <laughs> so we, um, we record this over video call and then kind of like mash the, the audio, um, from our mics together later. So the audio from each side varies quite often, which is like unfortunate, but you know we're not professionals. Um, so yeah. 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 That's it. But
1: in case, I guess I suppose... That's a heads up for when you listen to these. They might sound a little wacky. But.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we it's hard to control because, like, Chitika has, like, a construction site next to her building. Or some semblance of one. Something's going on. Yeah. I
1: still don't know what. It's noisy is what it is.
0: Yeah. But that's okay. Um, yeah. Also, another thing that we wanted to announce is... Surprise! It's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we normally release uh, each episode on every Tuesday, but we're trying to put out more content, uh, content, I, I hate that sound the word, um, but we're trying to put out more episodes and so we're going to release every Tuesday and Thursday now, so um, yeah. Yeah, exciting, exciting. more know. things to listen to. More things to listen to, we have some cool stuff coming up um, and we're not going to like let go of the story time thing quite yet, we'll probably come back to it another time. Yeah.
1: Because it's fun. To be seen, I guess. To be continued. To be continued. Mm, Yeah. But for now, this is going to be our last story time for a little while uh, before we move on to a new series next week, which, um, well, you'll find out next week. (laughs) So um, do you want to dive into today?
0: Yeah. So today we're going to we're going to talk more about, uh, I guess, like folklore Um, But we're moving a little bit south of China. We're going to South Asia, India. Um, So I think um, there's some, like, really cool stuff about Indian folklore. But the one that we're focusing on is, like, scary stories or, like, horror stories. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's exciting. I love horror. I I think, like, horror stories are so fun. But you don't like them because you're, like, kind of creeped out by them.
1: As... Is the point. I think the, yeah. the idea when people write or tell horror stories <laughs> is to freak people out. So excuse
0: <laughs> me for reacting as expected. Yeah, I guess I never got scared by, like, horror stories as a kid. I watched, I think one of the first movies I saw in theaters was The Mummy, which, like, it's not, like, horror-y, but it's a little, like, freaky for, like, a, mm-hmm. you know, whatever grader I was.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize this when, like, we were talking about the stories for today, but... One of the first movies I watched as a very little kid was about a um, a witch. Oh, yeah! It's like really freaky horror movie, and for some reason it was made like for kids. But uh, yeah, it was. But it freaked you out. It was terrible because, like, again, we disagree on this because you think the visuals make it funnier, and the visuals just make it worse for me. But she was really scary. Like she had these like long nails. I was like six i was Um, really young i was i couldn't like yeah i still struggle with like the dark a little
0: bit oh i love that i love the dark i think it's so cool i'm sure i'm sure you do no but we saw the like um
1: the actor who played her was pretty is pretty famous Mm -hmm. um and we saw her at an airport like the following year and we were at the line for like uh, immigration. So we were right at the yellow line
0: mm-hmm. and
1: she was at the counter. Mm-hmm. Um and like my parents and everyone are like, Oh, that's like that's Shabana Azmi. And I look up and I'm like, Oh my god. And I like yell the name of the witch in the movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And we couldn't go anywhere, right? Like I, so I was just funny. kind of like, How that's are so we cute? Since? It was, I was very, I think it was cute because I was a little
0: kid. Yeah, if you were older, it would be a little weird.
1: She turned around and looked at me and smiled at me.
0: Oh, God. Did that just cement your fear?
1: It's, well, I thought she was much prettier in real life.
0: (laughs) But her eyes were the same. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Her eyes.
1: Yeah, but they have like a lot of close-up shots of her face. So that's how Mm. I knew it was her, though. I was like, oh, my God, it's her eyes. It's her
0: well, I've never seen a real famous person out in the wild. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I guess the closest well, I saw Sigourney Weaver at like a, a show in New York, but that's like not in the wild. She was like meant to be there. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, that's pretty cool though. Um anyways, we're getting um, off topic. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe
1: that's a different episode. <laughs> but anyway, I yeah, maybe that's why like I I scare easy. Mm. Um we'll come back to witches in a bit though. So I'm just going to dive right in. Another really cool story that I heard growing up or, well, actually it was also a TV show. I never watched it, but this one is a pretty popular like uh, pop culture thing. I think there's been a lot of, there's like, again, children's books. This is a weird theme. I don't know why so many ghost stories are told to kids. But there are a lot of um, like comic books written for children and like, um, tv shows i guess for a more general population based off of a bunch of these stories so a really famous one is about vikram and vetal which is this uh, vikram is um supposed to be this king mm-hmm. and vetal is a like <laughs> vampire slash ghost slash corpse is okay. all of the versions i've seen of you know what who who vetal is but um the stories themselves were written in the eleventh century, so they're pretty old. And there's a lot of different claims about who the king actually is. Obviously, the ghost isn't. People don't really try to establish that the ghost existed, but um, there's anywhere between like between like fifty seven, I think, BC to the sixth century AD. There's several kings who different historians argue that you know this is the king that the story was based on Mm -hmm. but it seems plausible that obviously there was some real historical figure who inspired these stories Mm -hmm. um so the king the king's name is Vikramaditya which is where Vikram comes from and he ruled over a huge huge like amount of land so obviously all of India but surrounding regions as far as even the Middle East Mm -hmm. in some stories that's the background um and he had this huge love for learning and adventure and he was brave and strong-willed so he was he's depicted as the, the ideal king yeah um and so there's the background... There's, like, 25 sort of chapters or episodes 25. in the story. <laughs> yeah, which is why it lends itself really well to series. And, yeah, yeah. You know, things, too. Because the model is, like... Obviously, the beginning has sort of a background where... So the king gets gifts from a lot of people and has a lot of interesting people visit him. Um, and then this one person shows up who gifts the king a lot of fruit. And mm-hmm. the king opens the fruit one day well has it opened and a ruby like pops out of it mm. so all the then once they crack open all the fruit there's rubies in each of them um, and so the king wants to sort of meet like call back the person that brought him those gifts to be to ask for an explanation yeah. and the the initial gifter asks the king to meet him under a a, a banyan tree um, which is usually, it's like, so there's a lot of, like, trees that feature in these stories and also, like, in India a lot. So this is, it's like, if this is a really big tree and it has, like, I'm showing with my hands, but it has, yeah, like,
0: just imagine sort of branches.
1: <laughs> like, they droop so, like, down to down. the, yeah, to the ground. So it's, yeah. like, a really big, really big tree. But there's a lot of trees also throughout these, like, kind of ghost stories that have, mm-hmm. like, trees have ghosts living in them usually. Mm. Cool. So... And there's also certain trees associated with um, cremation grounds or Mm. burial grounds. Um, So there's this conception that like people who like spirits sort of like hang out in trees, especially if they have some
0: unfinished business. Oh, so interesting. I wonder why or how that came to be.
1: I feel like it has a lot to do with sort of like the shadows and the sort of Mm. movements, especially trees that have... Like, branches that go all the way back to the ground.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're it can be so kind of like, like, ominous and, like... Right?
1: And it looks like, yeah. a, like a creature. Sure. But at least hmm. that is that is the theme in a lot of... So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, so he goes to meet this person under a tree. And um, the person who got him the fruit, the, the ruby fruit, asks for, like, a favor... And he needs, I think he's, like, a sorcerer, like, obviously, if he has ruby inside fruit. Mm-hmm. But there's some, you know, the person has powers or some, like, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so he's seeking to, like, do this ritual or something for which he needs, like, this, like, this is kind of creepy, this corpse from the tree. Mm-hmm. But, um, and he wants the king to be the person to, like, rescue or, like, bring that corpse back because it's sort of, many people have failed to do it. Um, and because the king promised to, like, meet this person and do whatever he needed, he's sort of like, oh, okay, I have to do this. Um, so he was required to grab, and this is Vetal. this is where the vampire ghost person comes in, mm-hmm. um, and so he's supposed to carry the, like, person, the ghost from the tree back to, um, I guess the palace or wherever he's supposed to meet this sorcerer. And so then that's sort of the big background, and that's where the, like, episodes come from. So what he when he picks up, like, vetal he, like, mm-hmm. the images show him, like, slung over his shoulder. That's what he's supposed to do mm-hmm. um, for some reason. And then, so the corpse, like, starts to talk. So it's, like, it's a ghost or whoever. And so it's, like, a really chatty and sort of, like, witty ghost, vetal mm-hmm. So he... Um, would say like oh let me tell you a story or a riddle or ask you a question about life and the condition was that um at the end of the puzzle if Vikram the king was unable to answer the question correctly the spirit would stay with him he said okay like he would sort of agree to be taken Mm. if uh the king knew the answer, but he stayed silent. His head would explode, so he couldn't like pretend like he didn't know the answer. Sure. So if he figured it out, he had to share, basically. Right. And if the king answered correctly, Vita was free to go. Hmm. So this happened 24 times, because each time the king, since he was a man of learning and a wise person, he had to answer. Mm. Um, and then the 25th time... Which is the final episode? Vital ends up being captured, and then there's a pretty like the finale is pretty interesting too. So, um, mm. they're you know they're I think sort of the definition of frenemies on some level. But, <laughs> yeah,
0: um,
1: that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. I haven't actually watched the TV oh, TV, a TV show. Or yeah, so there's oh. a TV show that's I think that's what popularized like the folk tales too. Mm. Um, there's quite a few actually like mythological like tv dramas that are mm-hmm. really popular and they keep mm-hmm. getting remade and re- i think there's there's a version of vikram and betal that's still on some sort of tv platform huh so
0: that's so cool that there's like uh, I guess like tree stories i think it's so it's kind of fun i guess it's kind of scary if you're like in that situation right but i think it's fun under a tree yeah yeah. trees trees do have a lot of character um they yeah
1: yeah i think it does it does there are definitely like superstitions and things that's things that sort of persist mm-hmm. there is one oh, i'm trying to remember this because i didn't think to look it up there is one where like they say if you sit under i think it's called a people tree there's a certain tree if you sit under it at a certain time of the day. I think if you sleep under a certain tree, mm. a ghost in the tree will like possess you.
0: <laughs>
1: and that's the plot point of a pretty good movie from two thousand, mm. early two thousands. But so um, how
0: do these ghosts get into the tree? Are they like trapped there? Like
1: I think it's there's different explanations. Some is like mm. there's also like like if if a death happens at a tree like a wrongful one or an untimely one then that ghost will just be trapped there Mm -hmm. until until it's like their natural time and then they move on or um some are like well some of the stories that i think you have lined up are like other explanations where the ghost is more like more of like an evil spirit Mm -hmm. so they're there to like trap passers-by things Mm like that but trees are trees are like very um like you said, very rich in terms of their... Yeah.
0: There's also, this place. is, like, sort of off-topic, but there's another, the in the Arthurian legend of Merlin, Merlin also gets trapped in a tree, or, like, that's, like, one of the versions of his, like, end, is, like, he gets trapped in a tree or um, for some, like... Wrongdoing that he did. I don't remember the exact. Maybe like, oh, really? maybe the next like a uh, story time episode before we do the series again. But uh, yeah, Arthurian legends are cool. He gets trapped in a tree at some point. That makes sense.
1: There's also, I mean, there's also like positive stories associated with trees, mm-hmm. like um, the story of like Buddha and like enlightenment that mm-hmm. happens under the Bodhi tree. So like uh, it's, there there's a sort of big, uh, um, yeah. There's like I forgot what I was going to say in that sentence, but like there's, there's some, there's definitely like the sense of like trees have sort of power, right? Like, yeah.
0: I think, yeah, I can see that though. Cause trees, they can be very powerful. I think especially, well, I mean like the ones that are like really like, um, not ominous looking, but like knobbly or like cool looking, I think mm-hmm. those, kind of, those are cool. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the same, the tree that features in the Vikram and Vethal stories is actually considered a pretty, like, sacred tree. Mm. So, I, what is it called? Oh, it's dubbed the tree of life in some places. So, oh, um, oh it's a type of fig tree. Okay, that's pretty mm. cool. Yeah, fig trees are pretty common um, characters in stories, but there's, like, other, we can get into, like, a lot of kind of stories, but there's supposed to be three, like, main um like, lords of cosmic creation in Hindu mythology. Mm -hmm. Um, So the tree is supposed to represent, like, all three of them, or, like, their their overlap or whatever. So there's a lot of, uh, like, metaphorical references in, like, the older scriptures that are written in Sanskrit. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, the branches and, like, roots that kind of spread forever are representative of, like, life fertility and all of those things and then people never cut it apparently so that also explains why it gets so big but there's it's interesting i think like the same tree can be sort of like backdrop for a ghost story but also backdrop for a uh cosmic creation
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean if you just think about like a lot of um fantasy or myth uh movies or like uh books or something like that a lot of them feature you know magical trees like i don't know game of thrones comes to mind right they have like a have you watched game of thrones no oh okay well there's like a, a, tr- a you can spoil a certain it. type of tree that's like significant um and like it, it represents like creation as well hmm. um yeah interesting i mean like even in harry potter there's like a spirit sort of in the whomping willow not really a spirit it's just like a crazy tree well but yeah i mean that's like a
1: that's like a much watered down version for yeah sure. Yeah, but it's definitely interesting to see like the threads, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's uh, cool. that's my big story for the day.
0: The, yeah, uh, Chitika sent me a, an article. Um, what's it from? Scoop Whoop? I don't know what, how reliable. I think they're this like is. they're like Buzzfeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. But I think it's I like this article especially not because of like the the content, but I think it's because they created these... I don't know if they're original or not. They say scoopwoop.com on them. But these, like, uh, artist renditions of these uh, stories. And I think they're really funny, and good thinks they're a little extra creepy. They're scary. Well, just because they have, like, teeth on their... on them. You know? Um, but one of them, um, which I think is interesting, is the one that talks about like a potential like explanation for sleep paralysis mm. um what's it how do you pronounce it boba <laughs> that's just like b-o-b-a um, i don't know
1: actually that's boba is, yeah yeah that's boba. how i would say it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh it's a creature that attacks people in their sleep so um a malevolent entity but does malevolent mean evil mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah benevolent means like Neutral yeah. or like good, okay. Um, that attacks people who are sleeping on their backs and it strangles them to death and is believed to be the to be a a supernatural explanation for sleep paralysis. Um, have you ever had sleep paralysis? Yes. Do you get it a lot or just like no over one? Okay, yeah, I've only had it like once. It's terrifying to me. Uh yeah no I I have had it a couple of times
1: like I know some people who it happens often too. It's mm-hmm. so scary. It's really scary. Yeah.
0: It freaks me out.
1: Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that because sort of sleep and how our brain works while we sleep is so one of the few things we hardly understand, like the Uh subconscious mind.
0: It's that I think it's one of those things that is still like people are just kind of like, what is happening? And I mean, like if it's happened so long that there's like a story or I'm, I'm sure there are multiple like uh explanations like supernatural explanations for well for those who don't know sleep paralysis is like a, a state in which you're like awake but you can't like move or speak so you're like not fully awake yet um mm-hmm. and and it's like typically it only lasts a few minutes i think but it's like pretty scary where you you like know you're awake and you can like sort of see or hear or feel things that are around you but you can't like move or like fully wake up like your body's not quite there maybe your mind is awake but your body's not a lot of
1: people um a lot of people like describe seeing some like really scary face like this like right up against their faces and like so if you're lying down on your back you'll just see some like really terrifying face like right above you
0: oh no i had the shadow in like my corner um oh that's what my that was my last
1: one yeah yeah i like i i really absolutely lost it i was
0: like i would have screamed i think i I did scream to wake up
1: yeah that makes sense i think that's a lot of people also i've never i don't think i've ever seen someone go through sleep paralysis i think Mm -hmm. because that also must be pretty like
0: hard to watch but i think you're supposed to just
1: like try to help them either sleep or wake up like
0: i just i just did like a quick google on like sleep paralysis um explanations or whatever there's something called the night hag or old hag which ah. is the name given to a supernatural creature commonly associated with the phenomenon of sleep of sleep analysis so and then it goes to like all these cultures so i mean it's like a it's obviously like, like it's a human condition so people have to find some um explanation for it so there's like scandinavian explanation uh, nigeria fiji turkey that's just um an example obviously the east asia and south asia uh whew. yeah creepy creepy stuff yeah never going to sleep again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: what are some other stories in that collection
0: um i think uh, this one's this one's kind of funny there's a ghost that lures men atop palm trees before killing them and drinking their blood um how is this funny (laughs) i think it's funny i'm sorry it's like the idea of like i guess it's just like the specificity right like she this ghost lives atop a palm tree adopts the form of a beautiful woman and lures men to the top of the palm tree where she drinks their blood um i guess like if i was in that situation it would not be funny anymore but i think it's (sighs) funny just reading (laughs) Ugh um let's see another one is i mean there's like i guess there's like a common thread between a lot of these and like other um maybe like western or other asian stories it's like a shapeshifter that can turn into any animal you know um etc etc those are like common um there's the one where um you mentioned this and a witch that knocks on doors and kills the unlucky few that open up um, you said that what is it called pronounce Naleba. ba mm-hmm. um, so there's a witch that walks the streets visiting people's houses and knocking on their doors and if you open the door you basically like die like you're guaranteeing certain death yeah I think people. you
1: mysteriously die and yeah or house. something like that
0: um and then uh, you have to write Naleba, ba like which means come tomorrow on the front door of your house to like, you know, tell them to come tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's interesting. Like it's almost like a folk tale to like convince like kids or or families not to open their doors uh, like after a certain time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or to like like people don't open your door to strangers, yeah. But uh this um I think some
1: versions of this story have this like feature that the witch uses the voice of somebody you know or love to, like, call you at the door and then you open it. And I don't know what you're supposed mm. to see when you open
0: it. That's not clear. Well, like, according to this uh, artist rendition, you see a lot of teeth no, and, like, some no. big white eyes. Ah, <laughs> Scary.
1: But, yeah. There's also, in terms of, like, the physical characteristics of this, like, common character of the witch, which it's the word normally uses, is Diane or... um which is they're slightly different but um essentially it's supposed to be like a witch or like a woman who's a demon you know you get the gist Mm -hmm. um but they're supposed to be really like normal looking and they sort of are people that just live around you Mm -hmm. and it's pretty freaky tell me
0: about the the witch story that you were gonna the the feet story
1: Oh, well, so, yeah. So one of the things is, like, the way you identify a a witch is uh, by looking down at where her feet are supposed to be, and the feet will be backwards. Mm. Um, so that, I think it's funny that that's the thing that creeps you out, but
0: it is very freaky. I I mean, it's not creepy. It's just, like, makes You, uncomfortable. you know? It's, like, itchy. I, I feel weird about it. It's, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Yeah. It creeps me out. Um. So that's how you, that's how you know. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Like, run. I, don't, yeah, I doubt run. that works.
0: Yeah. I wonder how they run, right? Balance-wise, how does that work? <laughs> I don't know. They
1: have power. Do they run
0: that's... backwards? Well, they, no. But the, the, the
1: footprint thing is really freaky, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Because, like, since they still walk, like, face forward. Um, yeah if you're walking away from footprints that you think are leading you down a suspicious path, you're actually walking towards the witch Mm -hmm. because ah, feet are backwards. Yeah. So um, itchy, weird. It's really, really, really scary, but like there are some interesting. So obviously the sort of like impact in terms of, uh, at the very least people still use the words, you know? Mm -hmm. So at, at their like, um, The word is sort of like supposed to be an insult, but um, it's there's like I was reading a couple of articles about like what are the origins of these stories and a lot of like explanations for the sort of background story of a witch in any folk tale is typically like they were either like um, like seeking revenge from somebody who wronged them or they Mm. like sort of, like, died wrongfully. Like, there's there's a sort of, like, they're not really out to get, you know, I mean, it's not a coincidence that a lot of them, like, uh, sort of, like, uh, go after men. Hmm,
0: so sometimes
1: yeah. it's, like, it's, like, men who have wronged them when they were alive and so-and-so. Or who mm-hmm. are, like, bad to their, like, women in their lives, things like that. So mm-hmm. there's uh supposed to be, on some level, like, a almost, like, feminist explanation for these stories but it's Mm -hmm. like um there's still obviously there's still some like depending on where you go in different parts of the country people still like believe to different degrees or sort of act on stories so Mm -hmm. in some parts like there's a much more like active um like mobilization around like witches and witch hunting and like mm. witchcraft and like people believe that some women that they know are witches and some pretty like it's pretty scary actually. It's, I didn't actually know about it until doing research for this episode. That it was yeah, still I a that it's still uh, it's a still problem, on, it, problem. I think it's like a specific region of the country where like a lot of the stories come from. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, it's um, it opens up like an interesting conversation about like women and the stories associated with women and mm-hmm. you know what that means for like how they fit into um like society today or mm-hmm. how they're seen by a lot of it has to do with like people women would get like accused of being witches so that they mm-hmm. would have to be like whatever like either ostracized or driven away or you know worse um imprisoned
0: or yeah. killed.
1: but then their property would be like seized from them so it was a uh,
0: uh, how convenient
1: right yeah so there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of other like things tied to it so i mean not this We don't have to talk too extensively about this but it's i didn't expect like the sort of yeah. contemporary touching point to be like a social cause but it's interesting to think about i guess it's the thing like I, we keep talking about how stories sort of have a lasting impact you know Mm -hmm. so some of these tales are very very old but the conception of like uh where trees fit into culture or like even where they're planted like many of these like depending on what the tree is and what the stories are around them like you'll see them like i Mm -hmm. said you'll see them around like cemeteries or that's true um cremation grounds or in like in sacred or like important
0: spots yeah Um, yeah it becomes like part of the culture or the, mm-hmm. the real world yeah. yeah
1: yeah, it's definitely interesting to think about um, but to me I think the most like like the writing come tomorrow on the doors is I think probably one of the most like again that doesn't I doubt it's like written on apartment building doors but <laughs> yeah um, it's interesting to think what like the what the what parts remain sort of mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I think in Chinese culture, there's like a similar thing, um, where you kind of—I guess it's more like inviting spirits or something to the door, um, uh, but yeah, there. I think there's a lot of that in a lot of Asian cultures. Mm-hmm. Not sure why. I guess it's all sort of regional, probably. Um, I don't. I guess I don't see that a lot in like, um, like European countries, right? Like I mm. feel like I—I I don't really know a lot about their folklore, but I don't see a lot of those kinds of things, like permeating their culture you know
1: yeah yeah that's fair I mean there's also like at some level it becomes kind of impossible to take stock of all the stories (laughs) yeah but uh the the like symbols and like writing or things on the door is actually pretty now that I start to think about it like it's a pretty common practice Mm -hmm. but the point changes like sometimes you're Warding away something bad or you're inviting something good like you said mm-hmm. like that happens a lot in different parts of actually we did that when I was growing up that's pretty cool yeah yeah mm-hmm. but I guess it's like you never think always right that there's some uh, centuries old I don't um, know like story around something that you do every day now so yeah I mean Halloween
0: cool. is kind of like that too I guess mm. the spirits thing although it's a little more like westernized now a lot uh, more. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe Halloween, like mostly a hundred percent westernized.
1: Yeah, Halloween is an interesting uh, thing to think about because I think the origin story or like early practices are very different from how it's done today.
0: Mm-hmm. Much more. I don't know if it's "gruesome" is the right word, but a, lo- a little more like serious. Well, yeah, um, somber. I think is the yeah, one and a lot less commercialized. But that <laughs> yeah not surprising
1: at all so Mm -hmm. well but yeah that's i think that's all the stories we had lined up for today there's a lot of small ones of course and i mean even big ones like in terms of the tv series and comic books i read growing up there's like yeah there's all the like wise court like member for a real king Mm. and their like interactions those are always like um that's a pretty big mm-hmm. sort of like uh, structure for stories, I guess. So mm. there's a lot of those. They're typically they have like morals in them. Um,
0: yeah, a lot of these like ghost stories all all have morals, right? They're all like kind of fables, or like they teach some some like something. Mm. Um, you know, like this one. Ta- I'm not, I didn't read it, but it's like about love and like. Uh, <laughs> Um, knowing love or something like that. Um, oh, okay. If you never had love, you get like attacked or something. Ooh. Wow, um That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: Anyway, I I don't know if you have any more stories you want to share. I mean, we can keep going, but there's
0: Yeah, also so I don't much I don't time. I think our last episode was a little long, so we're going to just try to shorten them a little bit. It's hard because these story time episodes, you know, they take time to like explain the the background and everything. But it's fun. I like it. Cool, cool.
1: Well, All right, then. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And um, like we said, this is going to be... We're going to put a pause on the story time and then uh, start a new series next week. So um, keep your eyes and ears open for that. And in the meantime, have a great weekend. We can say that now because it's Thursday.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, true. Uh, Happy Thursday. Have a great weekend. And uh, don't forget, we'll be releasing on Tuesdays and Thursdays from now on. Yep. Um, Fingers crossed we keep to that schedule. In the meantime... um, Give us five stars. Just follow us. All of the stuff. Uh, I feel so silly every time I say that. That's okay. It's part of the, it comes with territory. Sure, sure. Um, yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. Do all the things and us let us know what Instagram. you think. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have an Instagram out. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. We're always looking for feedback. Um, thanks for listening. This has been guys. story time. Bye, everyone. Bye.